Hello everyone, I am Ebonlua Emmanuel and this is Canopy Conversation Season 3. Welcome back to another season of Canopy Conversations, an official podcast of the International Forestry Students Association, IFSA, which is the largest network of students in forestry and related fields. Today, we will kick off with the series titled The IFSA Experience with our guest, who is currently the external counselor for IFSA and an IFSA delegate to the 27th session of the COP held in Egypt. You're welcome to the first episode of Canopy Conversation for this time. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Emmanuel. Uh, I'm Vladimir, uh, and yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm also glad to have you as my guest. In case you're wondering what COP stands for, it actually stands for Conference of Parties, an annual United Nations Climate Change Conference that takes place in different host cities each year. The last session, which is the 27th session of the Conference of Parties held in Egypt, Wolomir is one of the IFSA delegates that attended the conference. Therefore, this episode is to have an insight of the IFSA delegate's perspective from COP27. So, Wolomir, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm getting the pronunciation correctly. Yeah, yeah. So, could you give us a brief overview of your role as a delegate to COP27? What were some of the key outcomes of COP27 and how do they relate to forestry and climate action? Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, yeah, sure. As a delegate, uh, I represented the International IFSA uh, at the meeting and sessions, uh, sharing our values and, uh, you know, looking for more uh, possibilities to extend our network. Uh, also, uh, I was a part of the OC, the organizing committee for the IFSA delegation, and probably uh, I should have put more work in there. Um, yeah, but uh, talking about the major topic of uh, COPE, um, uh, it was the need uh, to face our fossil fuels, um, sorry, to face out fossil fuels uh, and uh, transition uh, to renewable sources of energy. And of course, there was uh, many outcomes uh, uh, which also related to forestry and I would say especially to the green job market. Okay, okay. Um, in your opinion, what was the most significant moment of achievement at COP27? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I would say that the biggest achievement of COP27 uh, is a new fund uh, to provide money for loss and damage. So okay. the funding for vulnerable countries each hard by climate disasters. And yeah, yeah, if you are interested, you can find uh, more information about this uh, on the UN website. There are like a lot of articles about it. All right, so can you uh, briefly talk about the main achievement of IFSA delegates present in the conference? Um, yeah, uh, I would say that it was um, a fruitful event uh, for us and for IFSA, uh, of course. So um, first of all, uh, our president, uh, former uh, external counselor and I uh, presented IFSA as a speakers uh, in three sessions. And uh, for one of them, we were co-organizers. Okay. Um, this is a great opportunity for us to increase the visibility and improve mm -hmm. the network to extend it. 
Yeah. Um, and additionally to this, uh, all uh, Easter delegates, uh, which was uh, 10 people, uh, made a great investment uh, by uh, making contacts, uh, creating connections, finding potential partnerships and speaker, nice. yeah. uh, speakers for IFSA events and uh, our further activities. Oh, okay. Okay, so how did your participation in IFSA prepare you for your role as a delegate at COP27? Yeah, that's nice. So, um, yeah, for me, um, I just involved in IFSA for four years now. Okay. So I had a lot of time for preparation. Uh, but yeah, talking generally, I would say the most uh, important skills that I gained during all this time is, of course, communication in English. Um, yeah, because it helped me a lot in the process of networking and uh, new connections establishment. You know, in Ukraine, we don't talk much uh, in English. So, yeah, it's, uh, it was a great, uh, great school uh, to be ready for such kind of important events. And of course, uh, it's not only just uh, uh, usual membership in ISA. I also took a participation in the official positions um, in the external department. Uh, and yeah, I would say this prepared me for the formal communication and public speaking, you know, with the big um, representatives of um, uh, our partnerships uh, or uh, maybe some uh, forest agencies. And yeah, uh, things like this. Uh, at the beginning for me, it was a little complicated uh, when I saw like those persons uh, and understand that they have really high position. But uh, for now, with more experience and getting easier and easier, and then you can go straight to the point. And this is really nice. Oh, so um, getting or learning a new language actually is good for um, networking. And that's a good experience from you. So what are some of the challenges that you faced as a young delegate at COP27? And how did you overcome them? Yeah, that's a really relevant question, I think, for every uh, COP event every year. And yeah, of course, the main challenge was accommodation, which was extremely expensive. And of course, the students, we don't have much money. But yeah, uh, yeah. since uh, we are not the only student organization or youth organization, uh, mm -hmm. we contacted uh, uh, some other uh, young professionals uh, who had uh, same challenges. And uh, all together, we managed to overcome this and find the place to stay. Um, yeah, it might sound uh, a little funny, but it was a big challenge <laughs> for us uh, to come there and find uh, the place. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Alright, could you share any insights or lessons learned from your experience as a delegate at COP27 that you think would be valuable for other young people interested in international forestry and climate action? Yes, thank you. That's that's a really good question. Um, and um, I would say that um, the best way to learn from such events is to be a part of a group that shares the same thoughts that you are sharing. So yeah. um, that's why for me, the experience as you said, delegate is so valuable. Um, I would say it make it easier to know what to do and not to get lost in such a big events because uh, it, it is just a thousand of people running around you and a lot of sessions happening and then you it's really easy to lose yourself and uh, just uh, waste your time there. But if you have a mm. nice group of people, you always can come mm -hmm. somewhere together or you always know that there is some ESA session is happening and they yeah. need you, they need your help and you feel yeah. like 
you're a part of all this, you have a sense for this, then yeah, it makes it uh, much more organized and comfortable for you to be there. And of course, you're finding a great connection there. And yeah, talking uh, about the international forestry and climate action, uh, I would say uh, that what I understand actually from COPS that uh, we need to work all together on nowadays challenges. Uh, mm -hmm. Only this way, without competition, um, but with a common goal, uh, we will be able to succeed. Only this way. But that's what I can say. Okay. okay. So how can young people get involved in international forestry and climate action, whether through IFSA or other organizations? Um, yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, uh, I, unfortunately, I'm not uh, the most aware person about other organization, but for sure I can okay. tell about IFSA if you're interested. First of all, um, you, know, you need to try to get uh, in contact with the local committee in your university, or if you mm -hmm. don't have uh, one yet, uh, you can always contact IFSA regional representative uh, of your region for more information. And of course, uh, uh, all information how to become an IFSA member and uh, whom to contact you can find uh, anytime on the IFSA website. And as soon as you are a member, uh, you can apply for an official position uh, to work with organizations or within IFSA on relevant topics for climate change or carbon sequestration or uh, any other topic you find interesting and valuable. Um, and yeah, also uh, there is an opportunity to do such work on a local level in your LC. So it's just uh, the question uh, what you want to do and just go for it. Alright, I want to stress this for the sake of our listeners that any information about IFSA you can always find on the IFSA website www.ifsa.net So what advice do you have for other young people who are interested in pursuing a career in forestry or related fields? Uh, yeah, thank you very much for the question. Uh, I still have to push my career, uh, but yeah, maybe maybe I can share some thoughts uh, that I have right now and later we will see if it was uh, uh, useful or not. I, I, hope, uh, I hope it will. So uh, for me, I think that um, I, I would just say that don't be afraid to try. Uh, because uh, there are a lot of opportunities in any direction in forestry and related fields and uh, good professionals are needed everywhere uh, so as I said before go and get this uh, just world is waiting for you alright to the last question is there anything else you would like to share about your experience as a delegate at COP27 or your involvement in IFSA? Um, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great question as well. And I just want to say that uh, um, both uh, experience as a delegate and involvement in IFSA uh, is a great possibility for personal growth and for making friends. And I can only invite everybody to join this beautiful international family. And uh, of course, don't forget to check the ESA delegation report on COP27 on the ESA website if you want to know more about delegation experience. Maybe you'll be the next one to write report for COP28. Alright, thank you Volumer for accepting to become a guest in this episode of Canopy Conversation Season 3.
it's my pleasure to have you as my guest. Yeah, thanks for thank you for so much for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. So at this point, we're definitely uh, coming to the conclusion for this episode. Watch out for the next episode on this series, The Ifsa Experience. Until then, do have a fruitful week. If you have any queries, ideas, or comments on future episodes, contact us at podcast.ifsa.net. Episodes of Canopy Conversations are being published on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Also, you can find it on the website www.ifsa.net. Thank you very much. I remain Ebolua Emmanuel, your host. <laughs> <laughs>